Welcome to Grid It, a way to understand and overcome our speaking up dilemmas. What we do in this activity is take a thin slice of a speaking up dilemma one of us has experienced, and then we work through it together to figure out how do we get in the way of our best intentions, how can we empower ourselves to reframe, to do our best in speaking up, and how can we find actual doable techniques for speaking up that each one of us can adopt. So how do you actually do grid it? Well, first of all, you actually need a grid. So go to a whiteboard, and you need to create three columns, frames, actions, and results. And then you need to create two rows, desired and actual. So what the heck are we going to do with all this? What we're going to do is we're going to start with what you wanted to have happen, and we're going to compare it to what actually happened, and then we're going to reverse engineer how you got what you actually got. So most of us, when we have a speaking up dilemma, the problem is we didn't speak up. But we don't really know why, and we don't know how to propel ourselves to do it better in the future. So what this grid lets us do is say, what actions did I actually take? Maybe I didn't speak up at all. Maybe I did it in a wimpy way. What was I thinking such that I took those actions? And then what we want to do is figure out how to do it better next time. So we're going to invent some new frames that are going to help us have some new ways of thinking to propel new actions to get a better result for patient safety or whatever it is that we care about in terms of that speaking up moment. So today's Grid It, we're going to work on Janice's story about trying to buy a burrito. So this, is, this comes from my speaking up story, Jay's Burrito. And if you haven't watched it, um, take a look at the video. Great. So Janice, where we're going to start is on that day that you were at the fair with your kids uh -huh. and the guy was serving the burrito and he had a cold and germs were going everywhere. Um, what were you hoping to accomplish by your speaking up or not speaking up? Well, I think the first thing was I wanted to get burritos for the kids. I did not want him to get fired. I definitely did not want my kids to get sick. Sometimes when we work on these cases, like it all seems very clear in the moment. It's helpful to sometimes add in this box, what would you now wish as outcomes, like 2020 hindsight? Yeah, uh, protection of public health, practicing what I preach, <laughs> That's which always... is speaking up. Okay. Okay, so now what we're going to do, Janice, unless you have anything else, mm -mm. is we're going to move on to what actually got achieved by your actions or inaction. I often find it a little embarrassing, like, whoa, I didn't get anything I wanted or I got something I wanted. So yeah. let's take a look at this. Um, did your kids get burritos? They did not get their burritos. Okay, no burritos. What about this, avoiding him getting fired? I don't know. I would say from my action, no. And it looks like you also avoided having your kids get sick because they didn't get to eat the, the, the germy burritos. Yes. What's your take on these other goals that you had? No and no. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think I protected public health. You were not I did so not speak up. Okay. What we're doing here in this grid it is we look at what did the speaker upper want to get achieve and what did they actually achieve? And Janice is saying, you know, disappointing, unbelievable. I just want to say this is super normal and this is why we do grid it. We often have the best of intentions and we often 
our impact is not what we wanted, we don't get there. And so why we're doing this is to figure out how someone who really cares about speaking up, cares about health, might get in this pickle. So let's figure out what happened. Okay, Janice, so now what I'd like to do with you is think about what did you actually do that led to these results? Uh-huh. So. I paid for the burritos and threw them out. Okay. <laughs> and I did not say anything. Okay. You know, there's a lot of research on speaking up, and a lot of us do this. We find a workaround, and we don't say anything. Let's think a little bit about your thinking. So okay. what were you thinking such that you did this? I was thinking that if I said anything, um, that he might get fired. There was a little bit of a language barrier yeah. in that um, he was Spanish speaking and I wasn't 100% confident on my Spanish. Even if I say something, he may not respond? He would, yes. Or maybe it, won't, it wouldn't help. Ah, great. Okay. I know this seems kind of obvious, but I'm thinking there's some kind of frame around the causal relationship between you know, Jeremy Burritos and, or his having a cold or his being sick or something and the kids getting sick. I, I felt like, well, if I threw away the burritos, the kids will not have contact. Okay, great. Um, I was not at all thinking about public health. Okay. It didn't even occur to me. I was only thinking about my kids. Okay. So let me just clarify where we are right now. Okay. So what we did is we kind of found out what did you want to have happen, what actually happened, and now we have to some degree reverse engineered the things you were thinking that led you to do what you did or did not do that led to those results. So the mystery here is we've got an expert in speaking up who didn't speak up in a context where she knows how, and actually paid for some food and then threw it away. Yes. So the mystery is, why did that happen? And we found out a bit of that, which is, um, you know, you're really worried about that guy getting fired. Mm. And you're also worried about the actual effectiveness of speaking up to him, whether it will actually have an impact. Mm -hmm. um, and you weren't necessarily propelled by other things, because at that moment, you just weren't thinking about other people. Yeah. So this kind of starts to make a little sense. So now what we're going to do is we're going to start inventing and crafting new solutions in, form, in, the, in the form of what might you think differently next time and or what might you do differently next time to get better results in terms of speaking up. What are your thoughts about ways to reframe? I think that I should have held the basic assumption for him that he is someone that I can speak with and that he may give me a response rather than thinking that it wouldn't help. Okay. So the basic assumption, that's shorthand for thinking he's intelligent, capable, wants to do his best and can improve. And therefore, if you do talk to him, um, he might um, well be able to respond or have an interesting thought about why he's doing what yes. he's doing. If I had asked, it could have been something like, I've already called my cousin. He's on his way to take over. You know, something. Okay, okay. You don't, I wouldn't know because I didn't ask. Okay. 
So um, we can actually say, we, we can go back to your actual actions. You didn't say anything, but more specifically, you didn't ask his take on it. This seems like a really tough one. It, I think I would be really worried about somebody like that getting fired also. Yeah. I could provide help in other ways. I'm going to keep us on this one for a little bit because I just my intuition to some degree is that this is a very sticky frame. Yeah. So I'm thinking a couple other, like if I say something it does have a negative impact, it maybe I could help in other ways. I think the other, maybe we try this. What do you think about this? If I say something, it might propel a more professional, it might propel a better working environment over the long term. Like they're making people come in who are sick. Yeah. Um, maybe you might. Like I'm helping the organization yes. if I say something. I love yes. that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, how about this one? Did not consider others' health at that moment. I can't believe that didn't even occur to me until after. Um, yeah, I think, so I think, again, I just really want to normalize for all of us. I think a lot of times we get stuck in these little ruts about speaking up because we forget to consider the bigger picture that we care about. And I have this frame that I believe that immune systems, for them to be strengthened, yeah. they need to be exercised. <laughs> and so, you know, exposure to common colds or things that exist in our world, day-to-day -day basis, wherever we go or touch, um, that it's not a bad thing. And if I had the frame that this could potentially be hepatitis or something Ooh. that's really dangerous, yeah. then I think I would really consider public health and protecting, you know, I think the nurse in me would kind of... So the new frame, the so the old frame was... Pascal on cold is not that bad. It was obviously bad enough for you that you didn't really want your kids to have a burrito. But to propel you to speak up, you'd have to think something like, if this could be hep C or something worse, worse than, a, than a common virus okay. or a common cold. So now what we want to do is move on to think about how could you redo this just super practically in the future. To some degree, we have some prescriptions already for us, which is Team Steps teaches the cuss words. We work with speaking up with good judgment. There's the two challenge rule uh -huh. from aviation for healthcare. There's a, a graded assertiveness. Yeah. So any of these speak up from curiosity, speak up from um, concern. Mm -hmm. Let's say you used one of those techniques. What yeah. might you say? I, you know... I could definitely have spoken with the cook. Okay. I mean, I could have said something like, uh, you know, I see that you have a runny nose and you're not using gloves. And I'm thinking that whatever you have, you might infect other people. What do you think about that? So this describes your concern, but gives the other person a chance to share what they're doing or thinking, what they're thinking such that they are doing. So, okay, so what if he said, um, yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. I already called my cousin. Yeah, I didn't even check to explore if there was already a solution. Okay. So that would be a great outcome, um, mm -hmm. well, presuming that the cousin comes quickly, et cetera. Yeah. So let's say you say this. I see you have a runny nose. I'm thinking you might infect others. What, uh, what are your thoughts? And he's like, hmm. 
like you're worried. He doesn't say anything. So, okay, so like the blank face, I don't understand what you're saying. Um, yeah, uh, then I would talk with the person at the register. Okay, so you've already spoken up from a point of curiosity sort of here. So I'm thinking you're at the point of concern, but not sure. So what would you say to the register guy? Um, I, you know, the guy that's making our burritos, yeah. I see that he's got runny nose, he's not wearing gloves, so kind of the same thing. Yeah. I'm really concerned that he's gonna infect other people here. Um, what are your thoughts? Okay, so let's say he says, oh, yeah, I don't have anyone else to work today. You know, I like the two challenge rules, so I'd follow that and um, would probably need to, you know, keeping this frame in mind here. Um, and even this one, these two are really powerful for me, um, would escalate and, you know, let them know that I'd be working with the people who are managing the fair to um, report them. Uh -huh. So report it, resolve it. Okay. So challenge one, challenge two, escalate if you didn't get the answer you wanted. So Janice, this seems also relatively clear and easy now that we've done this whole thing. But I remember the first time I saw Jay's burrito, I completely related to not wanting to speak up because I was worried about that guy's job. Yeah. Um, all the things that concerned you. Um, so, but you seem pretty like you're in a new place now. Yeah. How did that come about? You know, in the moment, I was thinking much more about his job and not at all thinking about other people's health. Something that got you in trouble that I could exactly imagine getting me stuck also is I have a fairly narrow focus. You were like focusing on your role as a mom, you were focusing on your kids and the moment, and to propel yourself to speak up. It sounds like you have to expand your purpose and focus to like, I might make the organization better because they might not make people come yes. who are sick. I might be able to protect other people's health. That it might be something more than yeah. what I'm just seeing. You've got to escalate the intensity. For yeah. Okay. At the very beginning when we started working, or maybe when we got over to thinking about your frames, you said, boy, I need something to trigger me. Uh-huh. And I think we could all use that because it, it's almost like a little fixation error or something, like that yeah. I'm stuck seeing it a particular way. Thoughts about what would work as a trigger for you to remind yourself to step back and consider before I, you don't speak up? When I don't know what to do and I'm realizing that I'm doing something quite passive to just kind of pause and think, what am, you know, who else can this harm? Like, this is what's in my hands, mm. but what's beyond, what goes beyond my hands in this moment? Oh, that's great. In Jay's burrito, mm -hmm. at the end of the video, you reflect a little bit about your surprise at yourself that you didn't speak up at the moment and yeah. what would you do in the future. And you're saying now that amplifying the consequences of not speaking up can propel you to speak up. And I think that's probably the case for most of us. But I think... The tricky thing is the very thing you brought up a little while ago, which is what's the trigger to make yeah. us stop and think? Or So I think for people watching this, I guess one thing I'd wonder is, do you have any advice for us on what will trigger you in the future that we might use? Or what's the, 
What's the pause and reflect moment for you or something? I don't know. Uh, it's so interesting hearing you say, you know, how we get in the way of our best intentions. I'm, I think I misprioritized this guy's job over the health of other people. Hmm. So I want to normalize the intensity of the dilemma that you face. Somebody's job on the line, potentially, versus other people's health. Both of those are very consequential. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm hearing you say is to manage a significant dilemma like that, you've got to pause for a second and think about the bigger picture and what might you be missing. And if you intensify the consequences on one side or another, that may propel a, a solution. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yes. All right. Thanks, Jenny. Thank you, Janice. It's such a great case.